The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I'm Hi everyone, this hey. is Sarah. Hey, this is Megan. We are bringing you the podcast, It's, it's always, always the husband. husband. So welcome back to another listen, class, act, dignity, Learned conversation, <laughs> you've intelligence. Never, you've never had it so good. Right. I mean, you are here to learn and to be taught by the best. Mm-hmm. You are here mm-hmm. just to listen to mm-hmm. class. Yeah. You know, and yeah, that's what we're known for. Right. Right. Our parents are proud of us. Very. They, they appreciated all of our dick jokes at the dinner table growing I up. I'm so yeah. sorry. We're but- sorry. Uh, shout out to my aunt Jean. Uh, she just told me she listened to the first episode and she wrote me and said, this is hilarious. And then I said, I'm sorry that I'm bringing shame to the family. And she said, hopefully everyone else in the family is too old to figure out podcasts. Right. What is she talking about? DX? That's what they're saying. (laughs) We also have super cool ex workmates. They've made the dream and retired and they're freaking living in Hawaii. Dave and Terry. Dave and Terry. They listen. They support us. They're so awesome. And they retired, guys. They retired, and now they go to Hawaii and just hang out. Work Can at you professional even imagine? golf tournaments, drive around They Dustin just drive Johnson around. And- Terry has her tits out driving around Hawaii, and just, <laughs> who cares? What does she got to prove? Dave's wearing his Speedo oh, swimming yeah. in the ocean. owns that Speedo. Yeah, he does. So, Dave and Terry, you are killing it. We're trying to get there, but we're, so we're old, jealous. but we're, we're just still have time left to work. God so damn it. time. Anyway, if you enjoy us, I'm sorry, but good for you. <laughs> You're probably our best friend because yeah. you get us. You're the only Give one us a five-star rating on Apple iTunes. We really appreciate it. As you probably hear, if you're a podcast listener, that really helps us move up on the charts, get recognized, right. get people will look and just say, oh, people seem to like them or give dream. them a try. We really just really would like to have everyone listen to our foul mouth. So that we could travel the world. We want to travel the world. Chicago. We have a lot of yes. listeners in Shout Chicago. Shout out to Chicago. We, we don't, don't know who you are. Anyone in Chicago. And we have, that's our third biggest mm-hmm. listener city. We are in 16 countries already. 16. We cannot crack. Yeah, we had quite a following in Great Britain, and then we made fun of their teeth. Uh Uh-oh. And it went down, and then Ireland skyrocketed. (laughs) So Ireland, we love you. Great Britain, I love you. Like, it is my dream to go to London and go to London and just look at all of your stuff. I love every english show that has ever made i love you so much all of you australia you are kicking butt listening to us australians are huge podcast listeners they're smart yeah because they have case file right guy yeah they're smart and they're good looking and they surf and they're always tan 
and they have cool accents. Mm-hmm. Australia is the bomb. Yeah, we'd love to come and visit you. Right. You and then the, the three people kanji. in the audience will make you laugh. And the spiders right. away. Because I heard yeah. there are really big spiders. Oh, they in do have spiders. Australia. Yeah, that like nest and I yeah. I would rather not. I'll do it. Okay. Um, my friend Sue lives in Australia. We she, can't yeah. crack the mm-hmm. continent of Africa, though. Africa hates us. They yeah. will not listen. I would go visit. My dream is to go to Africa and to and see South all the America cool stuff. Yeah, listen. South America not hates one us. Yeah. Listen. I don't know if Central America likes us yet. I think they do. Yeah. But we love you, Africa. We love you, Please South start America. Listening. We love you, Antarctica. What else is there to do on a scientific mission? Listen to us, yeah. Antarctica. So get to step in. So this is a betrayal. <laughs> if you are not watching Betrayal, betrayed. you are not yeah, betrayed. betrayed. Sorry, Betrayed. Oh this my is God. Betrayed. If you are not, I don't even know the name of the show, but I do know the show. If you're not watching Betrayed on the ID Network, check if you have the ID Network. Mm-hmm. You probably do. My friend Drew just found out he does, and he's so excited. Also, Watch. Yeah, Hulu. Hulu it's too, but there. no, if you have free, if you have live TV, Hulu only. I do, I have Hulu and I don't get it. So I have to watch it on my screen. I have Hulu live. I don't have Hulu live. Oh, it's you only on Hulu, Hulu live. Yeah. Oh, so please. you need to kind of search for it, but I watch, I have sling and I watch it on my sling, mm-hmm. but it's commercials. Oh my God. Mm. Oh, I can't. My life is so hard when I have mm-hmm. to watch commercials. It's really hard. Really hard. So. Betrayed is so worth it, though. The mm-hmm. hunt for Betrayed. Mm-hmm. You will not. You won't be sorry. Right. So this is called Bent on Betrayal. Mm-hmm. Bent on Betrayal. It takes get place. Get bent. Yeah. Get bent, hoser. <laughs> it takes place in 1986. We've had another 1986, and we said we don't recall anything that happened in 1986 we did our research this well, time, we researched folks. we lived we were both alive in 1986 we were not babies we were we were semi-old we were old in 1986 mm-hmm. um so we researched now in 1986 i was um in sixth grade because i know that because i was lucky enough to like every grade was like the year 81 first grade 82 second oh, grade i was lucky, lucky. um and so I should, like, know what happened then. I know, like, Punky Brewster, was that 86? That was probably on. It was a little bit after because right. the Challenger exploded. Right, and Punky Brewster. And then Challenger remember, she was wanted 86. to go. Devastation because you watched yeah. it live in your classroom. Yeah, we all watched it. That was library. January 86 uh-huh. because it was fucking frozen Florida and they didn't prepare for that. Oh, Krista McCullough. McCullough. Her fucking the parents were there. Teacher, a teacher. We don't oh. know anything about. We that. don't know anything about teaching. Mama's family was on. I know towards the end, and I am a Mama's family aficionado, fan, <laughs> fan club owner, <laughs> fan club member only. Member. I wear the only Naomi Harper clothing, <laughs> shoulder off the shoulder. Only. I have a best friend named Iola. And her husband's name is Bubba. Right. He is Bubba. Mm-hmm. So we had Top Gun. Yep. Who didn't fall in love with Top Gun? Tom Cruise. He's a little bit odd, but Tom Cruise wins we me didn't over know he every... was odd. Right. But he wins. He you can't watch a Tom Cruise movie and not... In that he movie. wins you over every time. He's phenomenal. Well, now I can't stand no, him. No, but... I, I... Nobody likes Tom Cruise, but you watch him in a movie and he's so charming... 
Edge of Tomorrow that came out a few years ago was um, he was it. amazing in that movie. Um, but Val Kilmer, mm-hmm. that's worth it. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer he had was to wear the scarf. Well, he had some sort of speaking something. of scarves. We're going to talk we're about one scarf later. has to do yeah. with this. So put yourself in 1986. You had Wait. giant hair. Also. My favorite Madonna song, Papa yeah. Don't. Well, I do like Life. Um, Papa Don't Preach. Well, Papa Don't Preach she was dared get the pregnant song. and want to yeah. keep her baby. Good God. There's what something honking that? at us, and we What's don't know what honking? it is. My cat, fucking Randy, chewed through another cord. Honking. We are messes. Uh, I do. My favorite Madonna song is maybe Like a Prayer, which came. Oh, that's later. so good. That was but later, I did, though. Like, she had Papa dark don't hair. Preach. Yeah. This yeah, was yeah. blonde hair. Papa Don't Preach was good. Tom Selleck yeah. was killing it in Magnum P.I. Yes. Oh. My Gem was on. Yeah. I was obsessed with Gem, and I yeah. was probably way too old to My be obsessed with Gem. My sister loved Gem. Yeah. Probably he man. You were way too old. Yeah. I was in sixth grade, and I loved Gem. little sister loved it. And I watched He-Man's. I was obsessed with He-Man. My whole family watched Family Ties, which was... Oh. Um, but... Yeah. Alex P. Keaton and Nick. Nick. Hey, hey Mallory. Mallory. Hey. Um, Skippy. Skippy can fuck off. Thing. Skippy what can fuck off. What would you think mm. I would do at this moment? Oh my God! Everything about it is yeah. the greatest. Meredith Baxter, Baxter Bernie. Bernie. Bam. And Michael Gross. Love and Mike all. Tyson was killing it as a twenty-year-old heavyweight. Mike Tyson, I saw him in Vegas as a teenager. He eats in ears. a gift shop. Yep. Okay. It was impressive. Anyway, eighty-six was cool. Eighty-six was a great year. So Joan Bent was in a car in our intro scene. <laughs> she's driving. In nineteen eighty-six. <laughs> she's driving some friends who seem to hate her because one is rolling the shit out of her eyes as Joan's trying to tell jokes, yes. and they are all <laughs> rocking it to Madonna. <laughs> and Joan Bent, our lead character here, is literally wearing a dead wombat wombat on her head. <laughs> what? It is like a weird chinchilla hat that was 17 oh. feet tall, and it was brown. It was the most odd thing I'd ever saw, and I couldn't take my eyes away. So we enter the scene as Joan's driving, having fun with some friends. She's waving to people in the town. Mm-hmm. We realize this takes place in Watervliet, New York. I believe it's on Long Island. Yep. The homes are really beautiful. Wait, it's a New England. New England? It was New York, I think. New York. It was Watervliet, Water- New York. Vliet, New York. It was yeah. a weird yep, yep. name. Yeah. So people are waving to her. She's really happy. It's the classic betrayed opening right. where they set the stage. And every character is seen yes. in this beginning. And yep. she ends by saying, within months from now, someone I know will kill me, which happens. It does happen. We are introduced in this opener to another man in an actual He-Man wig, like literal <laughs> He-Man wig, like the blonde and everything square long he-man wig it's such a blunt cut oh god it's but awful yeah, yeah. so the december 1985 um she's albany it says albany but it was Watervliet, an yeah. actual town new york yeah. she's very this joan bent was always super independent mm-hmm. she owns her own house so she was married before she got a divorce from her first husband. She bought her own house. She's super ordered. She's super organized. We see real pictures of her. Again, just a gorgeous woman. She's 
um, as this is happening, I believe 57, maybe yeah. 55 around there. Um, her daughter, Lauren, we see. And Lauren, um, we're just going to go dot, dot, dot. She had some eyeliner and issue. some bottle blonde. She was Naomi issues. Harper in peroxide her hair, her hair too much. Real blonde, real dark eyeliner. Not even the um, no. flowy, fun style of Naomi, but this was like, I'm going to wear a blazer. This is down and out Naomi. Yeah. <laughs> But she's talking about her mom in glowing terms. Yeah. Yep. Her mom loved to dress up. She loved makeup. She was super professional. A great, great woman. So her the mom, uh, Joan, works as the head. Now this sounds like a real stressful job. Yeah. She's the head of housekeeping at a motor lodge. Oh, shit. So we see Carol, her assistant. Carol, just picture watching Orange is the New Black, and you've seen Carol. (laughs) So Carol is rough, but Carol, again, loved Joan. Joan. She was a great woman. She is true blue for Joan. Yeah, and she's no another dummy. Madonna song. Right. True, True Blue, oh, that one baby, was good too. I love you, I love Joan. Yeah, she did. So Carol gives us really good background mm-hmm. on what it's like to be Joan. So we start our story with Joan in the kitchen getting ready to go to her goddamn job in a motor lodge. <laughs> and there's her husband, Donald Bent. Don. So Donald is her second husband, her children she has two daughters are already grown moved out of the house joan was just in her house alone and for some goddamn reason she marries donald i mean joan come on joan the worst mistake of your life why is she making these mistakes already so they have been together three years you don't need to be when you're 50 something years old and you have have your your own own house you don't need this dick no you live there alone for the rest of your life right so they have been together three years and Joan is already over it. <laughs> so he's sitting there watching TV. So chances are he is watching Mama's family, possibly. We don't know. But he certainly is not going to work. So Joan, who has a passion for order, she's really anal. Um, her housekeeping job seems to fit her personality because she just really wants everything to be Clean. perfect. So she leaves for work. She sprays on some Charlie. <laughs> she some puts loves, on some Gina Tay lotion. Loves baby socks. Right. And she gets um, to going. And she leaves Don sitting there watching TV, smoking cigarettes in, it, in, in her his house. lazy chair. Yep. Lazy boy ignoring that she's going to work. Yep. Oh, bye. So she we already then meet Donna. Donna is a very disgruntled employee. Oh, Donna's a yeah. bitch. And it's a shitty job. Yeah. Jo- Donna has a shitty job. Yep. She is a she's cleaning up motor lodge rooms. That's a shitty job. But we hear from Carol, again, Orange is a New Black Carol, yeah. who says Joan was a strong boss. She mm-hmm. had high standards. If you're going to clean her rooms, you're going to do a good job. That's right. So she's talking to Donna. She didn't much. take baloney. Yeah, That's she did not she take baloney. <laughs> 
don't take baloney from everyone, especially some bitch named Donna. So Donna is just like, I'm going to clean as well as I'm going to clean. And Joan says, you can get better tips if you actually like fucking clean. She's trying to make her. Yeah. And Donna's like, whatever. Motivator. And then Donna leaves. But Joan says, hold on. And gives Donna a goddamn Christmas present. present. So Joan bought every employee a Christmas present. And so Carol, Orange is a New Black, comes back in and says, Joan, we have a surprise for you. Mm -hmm. And leads Joan to the lobby. And there all the employees are standing and they say, we all pitched in and got you a present. And Joan is just moved to tears because that's such they're so sweet. And she's so happy. She's giving everyone Christmas presents on the way there. Right. They give her um, Chablis, a bottle of Chablis. And that's when I would say, yeah, booze. Thanks. That, this bitch is a Chablis it. booze hound. She's a Chablis. Yeah. That's Chablis. I don't even know what Chablis is. I, is it not like Reuniti a, on ice? What? Chablis. Is it Bartles and James wine? We don't cooler? know Chablis. I like Zima? Pinot Grigio. Zima? Yeah. Um, I'm clearly. And then they all give her a gift that they all went into, and she opens it and becomes teary eyed. But it's a fucking scarf. I'd be like, there God are seventeen of you. Damn it! What did you put in a penny? You got me a Is goddamn scarf. Hermé. It has to be Hermé's. No. Is, is this, it yeah. Louis Vuitton? Is this Louis Vuitton? Is no. It, this is Walmart? It was blue. It was blue and it was, I don't know. But well, I would say. Orange is the new black said she wore it all the time. Yeah, so she, she loved it. So it must have been fancy. She it. had fancy taste. Let's so if it's it was fancy, fancy, then I'll I mean, take we it. wear Target. We wear. We do wear Target. Ta- whatever Target. is but around our house. But if I have 1,900 employees chipping in and I get a Target scarf, I'd say, what happened? Which we don't. Right. We don't even get anything get from, our from our boss. Yeah. Jack shit. <sighs> so Joan, though, was better person than we are and loved the scarf she and was. literally wore it every day. Like, literally loved she it. She did she give was presents to, to everyone. We don't give presents to anyone. We, we I don't. God, no. So she comes home and is proud of her scarf. And there is fucking Donald Don. still in the chair, still watching TV, watching the A-team. Eating cereal. Eating cereal because clearly he didn't clean. She yells at him like I told you In my to house, clean. that would be like yeah. I would be raging on yeah, him. He did nothing. Eat your cereal in the fucking kitchen. Right. He's just sitting there eating cereal. I don't want your Captain Crunch all over, all over the my chair place. and the floor. Yeah. So she supports him clearly. She does all the cooking, all the shopping, all the cleaning. She works. She pays all the bills. She goes through the checkbook. She does everything. So they tell us that fucking Don is an electrician. Which you think make good money. Yes, they can make good money. Good job, Don. And then she asks him, you know, could you maybe work a little bit more because we're getting really low on our bills. And he kind of was like, oh, no. And then he comes up with a brilliant idea <laughs> that we have a spare room. Yep. How would I get our jackass neighbor to come over and help us Richard, convert the spare room? Richard. Dick. And we can rent it to someone for a lot of money. We can put a kitchen in there. And Joan, for some reason, says, sure. Again. Why not? Instead of go him, out and get a real get job. Get a job done. So... <laughs> Absolutely a dick. Now, we find out that they are already renting a room, but that goes awry. To as a we whore. Found out. Yes. To a whore. And then, Joan, this is 
I mean, I like Joan. She's great, but she's really anal retentive and she could not deal with the construction. No, I get that. Cause I yeah. went through a renovation of just my kitchen, um, which I'm still paying for yeah. years and years later, but, um, and it sucks, but she like could not deal. And then I was like, come on, Joan, like just, you agreed to it, Joan, but she yeah, had, some but then the people who were there yes. were total dicks. Pretty much. So Richard, the neighbor comes over to help. This is a month later. The construction is a fucking disaster. It's messy. It's noisy. Joan noisy. is freaking She can't out. handle it. The anal retentive right. Joan can't so handle it. Rich, she's in the kitchen trying to get ready to go to work. I don't know what she was doing, but Richard, the neighbor, comes up to her, and he is old, creepy, and extremely inappropriate. Gross-ass yes. bastard. He tells her, you always look nice, even in a nighty. What? Shut up, Richard. Are you, what did you say to me? Are you kidding me? I don't know you. And you're telling me I look nice in a nighty? That's absolutely inappropriate. Take your boner and go right. back Take downstairs. Take that tiny boner and shove it. So she says, how's your wife? She's pregnant, right? Pretty good burn. Mm-hmm. And he says, very pregnant. We haven't had sex in months. Gross, Again, Richard. Disgusting. Too much information. So, needless to say. Also, by the way, betrayed casting director note. The man you hired for Richard yeah. was much too old right, to be having a wife that, yeah. who I mean, was pregnant. A man's sperm can work until the day they die, of course. But I didn't believe it wasn't yeah. believable. I would not want to have sex with that man no. and no one else. And but, I'm too old to have children now. So, I mean, I you could could, no. but well, I, good no. God, no. no. But they were spot on casting Don <laughs> because were. Don was creepy in minute one. They were spot he on. Sucked with Don. right away. Yep. Yes. So she got bad vibes. Bad vibes. So now well, we, he was a dick. So yeah. she was right. A woman trust Doucher. your instincts, yeah. ladies. Oprah says it always. Trust them. Or Doctor Phil, who? Which one says believe? Woman's intuition is a real thing. Yeah, if it is pinging in your head, you trust it. So now we're introduced to Anne. Know. For some reason, they're already renting a spare room to Anne. And for some reason, good old Ann Jones. Yeah. Ann Jones um, decided that she wanted to have an affair with Don. So Don is not gifted in the face, the personality, anything. So Ann, who's renting out a spare room from this family, ruins the family by (laughs) by getting it on with Don. Joan knows about the affair, but she still is kind of like, well, she like barges in is like knocking on the door. And then he says, I'm just checking on the plumbing. Yeah, you're fucking checking on her plumbing. But Joan decides, well, if he's going to have an affair, so am I. So Joan is seeing Ed Zimmer, literally He-Man wig. (laughs) Picture He-Man, the blonde Square cut haircut. This is Ed Zimmer. So Ed. Why? I don't know why she picked Ed. But Ed. 
he seemed Russian to me. He looked, and, yeah, he did. In the whoever again casting director, maybe a wrong a right. misstep. Ed is, yeah. He was kind of like that guy who's always the Russian and he every reminded me a lot movie. of the villain in Die Hard, who was also in Money Pit. And also, is he the chemist in Awakenings? Maybe when Robin Williams. Yeah. So yeah, picture the guy, the blonde bad guy, not Hans Zimmer. No, Hans Zimmer is a composer. He's a composer, but Hans, not Hans, but the blonde bad guy in Die Hard, who is also the composer guy in Money Pit. That's who Ed Zimmer is. But We're gonna look, look it up. Google. You're screaming at us right now. I again. know. I have yeah. his name. So. We're getting closer. Now anyway, we're at February He Man Bob Cut. Yeah. So she's seeing He Man. Oh, she wait. seems to like him. The reporter said, I'm not sure Joan had the best taste in she men. Had terrible taste <laughs> no in men. Oh shit. Jeez, it's terrible. Two weeks before her death, Joan's at work. She's walking around checking on rooms, and there's fucking Donna taking a nap in the beds, not Gross, cleaning. Donna. Donna, you know better. So people already slept in those sheets. Right, disgusting. disgusting, Donna. So Joan says, "Donna, in my office, five minutes." So Joan's waiting for her in the office. Donna comes in and says, "What the hell do you want?" And Joan says, "Really?" So Joan fires her. Donna then does what every person really wants to do and just swipes yeah. everything off her boss. She does desk a Yelena. Yeah. Just totally goes batshit crazy and just swipes everything off her desk. And everyone wants to do that maybe just once. Real bad. So Joan kind of freaks out at that. Carol, Orange is the New Black, comes in, kind of comforts her, says, are you you okay? okay? Um, And Carol mentions that Joan had some real rough circumstances with employees and had to be walked to her vehicle at night sometimes. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what is going on at this motor lodge? I don't know. So we get to February 8th. One week before her death. Uh, I mean, she just died. Yeah. 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 Joan is in her bedroom and fucking Richard, the neighbor, just walks in. Joan is getting dressed for work. Richard barges in. Joan says right away, you should not be in here. What are you doing? And Richard then is just randomly tries to convince her to buy new windows. And Joan is like, come on, no. And she says, this construction is taking too long. Uh, I don't want to do this. You're a real classy lady. Right. And then I think you need a new window in that basement. And then he tells her, your dress is undone. Can I get that for you? Gross, Richard. She says, no, I can do it myself. Please leave. And then he has kind of like a criminally mad look on his face yeah like dun 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 yeah and no oh sir so joan we switch scenes now and joan is walking to her car it's at night it's after work and then ed zimmer he-man wig pulls up He-Man next to her up. he was smart enough to bring a bottle of chablis which we applaud we applaud that is man coming with booze all right all right, you're. I'll give you that time of day yeah. right now. Yep. Yep. So they're in the parking lot. Ed gets out of his car, gets into her car, and she says something about her being too short. And she's got to be so close to the win- the wheel and doesn't make any I sense. I think that was because that those were the days when there was just one seat, Maybe that's one why. car seat. Yeah. 
So, so his balls are all squished was, on yeah, to the glove compartment. Yeah, he was compartment. very cramped. Yeah. And she was like, hey, I'm too short. What do you call that kind of seat? It's not but, bucket uh, no, seats. Uh, it's like a... Bench seat. Bench yeah. seat. Yeah. So he gives her shibbly. So poor He-Man was kind of crunched in there. Yeah, just crushing his balls against the <laughs> glove compartment. But they still just... Yeah, they made out. Pounding shibbly and out of pounding the bottle. And... He gives her these notes. Weird so, ass notes. A previous scene. Are you in seventh grade? Right. Um, we learn that Ed Zimmer is a real fucking dork and writes her letters yeah. in code. So he gave her a note that said one four three, and Joan's looking at it like, uh, "Are you the Zodiac killer?" Right. What the hell is this? And he's like, "It's a code for you." And then she figures out it means "I love you." One, four, three. Mm. And he's like, oh. And then she gets freaked out because she really doesn't love He-Man Wig. And he apparently does Who love would? her. Um, so he gives her all these notes. Seven Besides notes. She-Ra. Wait, yeah. was She-Ra she was sister? his twin sister. Oh, yeah. gross. He didn't she do didn't love He didn't him. even do Tila, who was dying for him. Tila was the female warrior for He-Man. And she had a thing for him. Don't and you think he... He-Man was gay, though? Oh, he... He was, I feel, and I feel like he didn't couldn't express it in Eternia. Well, because it was the eighties, and right. he was a cartoon. Yeah, I suppose. Okay. So she's to and she's to open a love note every day until Valentine's, which is very romantic. That, that's too hard. Mm. Yeah. Ed. So Joan pretty much work. says, I'm not going to do you right here in my car. And Ed gets really mad. And Joan says, seriously, I'm not going to do you in my car right here. So you got to go. And Joan just drives off, and Ed then has a like dun 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 mad look on his face. Another mad look. Right. So it's February thirteenth. Joan is home. This is where she catches Don and Anna making out. Super gross. He was just fixing the ceiling fan. He was fixing your ceiling fan, but some reason had his weighing all out. So (laughs) yes. So Joan says. Anna, get the hell out. Pack up your stuff and whatever you leave yep. behind, I'm throwing in the goddamn trash. See ya. So Anna's like, whatever. And she leaves. Um, Don and Joan fight and Don starts realizing, oh shit, this is not my house. Oh shit, I don't have a job. Oh shit, Joan supports me. I'm a so, loser. Yeah. So he starts lying and saying, she came on to me. No, she didn't. You're disgusting, Don. And then Joan says, I'm done with you. She finally wises up and says, I want a divorce. You're fucking gross. So now it's February 14th, Valentine's Day. We had another Valentine's Day murder with Sanpaku eyes. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you guys look out. I know. Joan opens her Valentine's cards. They're all in fucking number code. But again, who has time for it? Nobody has time. I hate numbers. And then it doesn't make yeah, sense. She goes home and Ed, for some reason, makes her a huge meal. Pot roast. Surprise. Potatoes. Um, she had gotten an enormous ring from Ed Zimmer, too. So she's kind of overloaded here with men all of a sudden giving her all this yeah. attention. So she's kind she's of confused got a lot going on and has to really think about what to do. And we're married and we have zero going on. We have zero going on. Yeah. Zero. No she one has dicks makes... flying in her face left and right. No one makes us food no. or gives us rings. Absolutely not. Unless it's ringworm. <laughs> That's maybe it. Or a hot pocket. Maybe. 
I would have to put it in the microwave myself. Uh. So Joan goes home. She has dinner with her loser husband. Mm -hmm. She's still kind of deciding, do I go off with Ed Zimmer? Do I stay with my husband? He's a loser. He man. Uh, She needs nobody. She needs nobody. And this is where we see the typical. She needs herself. Right. She needs herself. You own your own home. Believe in yourself. You have a great job. You're a boss. You're an American woman. Right. We get a slight montage of everyone kind of that night. Don, what they're doing, Donna, like they always do yeah, in Betrayed. Right. Yeah. So the next day, it is, we actually kind of jump to February 17th. And Don is again calling all over for Joan. We see him walking into the police department. He seems to be upset and he wants to report her missing. He said, Finally. Right. She was at home. Ate dinner with him, and then all of a sudden left at 6.30 to go do payroll at work. Mm-hmm. Nobody does that. Um, no one does that. Once you've so, left work, you don't go you back. You don't go back to work, and you don't do you payroll You don't even go to the, the gym. You don't go anywhere no. after you've been home. And we see a little bit of Roger. Your bra's randomly. off in one right, your bra's point off two in, seconds. Yeah, you have your diarrhea, and you go to bed. Yep. Joan's cousin, we hear from Roger, who's an older gentleman who doesn't really add much, except he cries and he really loved Joan. But and like, just, what would yeah. our cousin? I mean, I, I love my have, cousins, yeah. but like, they my cousins what? wouldn't give two they wouldn't shits. No, no. They um, should ask you if I'm dead. Right, they go ask to your you friends and my yeah. sister. Right. Yeah. Um, he just said it doesn't make sense that she would just disappear. So Joan is missing for Thanks, days. Cousin. Right. Police then put an APB. This bitch had a gold Chrysler. Nice. My daughter had a gold Chrysler for a while. It didn't go well. Um, Neighbors noticed that, yes, her car was at the house at 5.30 p.m. They went out to eat. They came back at 9.30 p.m. Her car was gone. So that matches up a bit with Don's story of her going to do payroll payroll. for some weird reason at night by herself in a hotel, but whatever. So they're really kind of lost at where to start. So police interview her assistant, Carol, Orange is the New Black. Carol gives them some good, really good places to start. She's got Joan's back. Right. The whole time. Yeah. Still now to this day. Right. She was Joan all the way. Carol. She says Joan left work at 4 p.m. And they said, well, did she come back to do payroll? And she's like, shit, no. no. She does it with me during the day. She's not going to come back at night to do payroll. That doesn't make sense. That's absolutely not what she would do. Right. And they said, would she lie, tell that lie to her husband for some reason? But she says, possibly because she mentions Ed Zimmer He-Man wig to the police. Yeah. Then she also says, Donna who was just fired, was a crazy bitch and threatened her life. And so Donna now is a suspect with Ed He-Man Wade. And ruined everything on her right. desk. She says Don, her husband, is a hardcore dick. And he's an asshole. Lazy. And she mentions that he was having an affair with Anne, who, who was lived in their house. Lived in their house and got kicked out. So now we have Ed as a suspect, Donna as a suspect, Don as a suspect, Anna as a hus- suspect. And then she mentions the sick fucking perv <laughs> Richard. Richard sucked. And the most. so the police are like, holy shit, everyone hated this yeah. woman. She ha- we have a million suspects. But then they still say, you know who we have to see first. The husband. The husband. Well, thank God. Right. 
they interview Don and they actually, was this where they show real Don? No, not yet. Because they show real Don at the end. Real Don. Oh, man. So Don seems upset <laughs> again. He's weirdly nervous. And he says, Joan came home at 4.30. He's cooking dinner. Yeah, right, Don. Right. Because before you were eating Captain Crunch, smoking cigs on right. the couch. Right, sitting on the goddamn mom's couch. Watching family. Right. He had candles. He, Ladies, if you come home and your husband has candles, run. You're dead. Yeah. He made roast. <laughs> he made potatoes. Joan ate it because she was like, if this bitch is going to cook, I might as well eat yeah, it. Yeah, I'll eat it. Then for some reason, Joan made cookies for Don. Yeah, why? Why? Maybe she just was PMS. No, was she, she not have tired? PMS, or I don't know. I'm exhausted. When I get home. You don't make cookies know. at night. Well, maybe you do. If you're a bake, I'm not a baker. Bakers like to not bake. Not if you have kids. Yeah. No. She didn't have kids around. So That's bakers true. like to bake. I never He want. said she went back to work. Nope. And that she would be home in a couple of hours. And that was the last time you saw her. So nope. they mentioned to Don, like, you know, she was uh, screwing He-Man wig. And he was like, oh, kind of, I don't know, kind of mumbles through it. This bitch takes a lie detector test. They give Don a lie detector test three times, and he passes every time. Lie detector tests are shit. Obviously. So now it is February 21st. Joan has been gone for several days, and this is where we see real Don on TV, a real TV clipping <laughs> of the real Don he says he's just surviving on cigs and coffee. Yep. Okay. He is crying all upset, but his eyes are closed. Like his eyes never open. His head is down and he's shaking his head, pretending to cry. His eyes never open. Pretending. Right. Yeah. Don looks like a mess. Head to toe, physically, mentally, everything. Mm-hmm. He just looks like a huge piece of shit. And then they show real Joan in a freaking swimsuit looking hot yes. as hell. Joan, what, what were you doing? F? What were you doing? What were Don you doing? sucks so bad. So we move ahead a couple days and this worker cleaning a parking lot at another hotel in town notices well there's been a gold cadillac sitting here for fucking ever and he decides i'm gonna look at it what the hell it's not moving and he realizes he sees a purse in the car some weird stuff in the car and he smartly the keys are in the ignition and he just calls the police and he says something's weird yeah right he does the right thing the police come because they know gold cadillac Mm -hmm. that's joan and they Ball get the keys. Yeah. He-man. Right. Oh, the, yeah. yeah the bed seat's really yeah. forward. Your balls are going to get crushed on that glove compartment. <laughs> so they grab the keys. They look at her purse. It's Joan. They pop the trunk. Trunk. Uh, there is Joan ta-da. frozen stiff in the trunk. She is in there. They realize we have found Joan. There she is. So they take her body. The TV crew has come. So as they are taking her body out of the trunk, they are filming it and putting on TV. And that is how her daughter found out. Yes. So Lauren was watching TV and she realizes they found her mother by seeing her mother's frozen stiff as shit body being 
put in an ambulance. Shitty. Sad. And then they find all these weird-ass coded, numbered love letters in the glove compartment. And they're like, what is going on? Joan was fully clothed, except she did not have underwear on. She did not have her stockings. She did not have her legs on. Because when you get home, you take take that that shit shit off. off. So they went to the morgue and they could not do anything to her body for three days. That's how fucking frozen stiff she was. She had to thaw out. So sad. It's a nightmare. Who leaves someone like that? So they're circulating leaflets in all the areas around just to say, did you see anything at this motel? They decide they're going to bring Donna in, the disgruntled employee. And Donna is still a bitch. I mean, Donna is a bitch. But But she's like, I didn't do this. She's like, I lose my temper and I'm a dumb bitch. But I didn't do this. in dirty sheets. Right. So what? I have a shitty job and I was mad. I didn't kill her. And they're like, yeah. So they talk to Anna. Anna denies having an affair with Don. Smart. Yeah. Because who would? Gross. But we all know she did. And then she actually has an alibi. She was out of town. They talked to Richard the sick perv. He was actually at the baby <laughs> shower for his pregnant oh, wife all day. So he has tons of alibis that know he was there. The disgusting pig. They go to Ed and say, um, you have all these weird coded messages. You were and seeing a her. weird haircut. Yeah. So he man wig is very upset. Are you the Zodiac killer? Yeah, they right. did investigate him for a short time. Right. For and he, he they cleared killer, him. But they cleared yeah. Him. Yeah. Just joking, you guys. Right. Just no. joking. He just, yeah. He just really likes odd. codes. He likes codes. He was a nerd. <laughs> so now they finally just kind of narrow down to fucking Don. And they narrow Don. Um, they narrow down there. to Don. Yeah. Start with Don. God damn it. All right. Start with him. So... We pretty much are finding out from Carol that Joan really she's gonna she wanted a divorce. Yeah. So Carol's her confidant. Right. She had You're been going a to lawyers. And a confidant. Yes. She went to a lawyer the day before to start divorce mm-hmm. proceedings. Good for you, yes. Joan. So we get the autopsy, which is real film of the autopsy. And there is 1,900 men in the room. Did you see how many men were around her body? All talking weirdly. Gross. What are you doing? You just need one or two, right? Why do you have so many and people? And also, where are the female coroners? Please. 1986, females were not even allowed to True. live in a home. Um, so she was strangled and they're deciding, was it a rope? Was it a tie? Was it a belt? Um, then they say she had potato. They say potato. She had potato in her stomach. Potato. She had the potato and roast beef she ate was still a potato and a roast beef. It wasn't even beginning to be digested. been broken down. At all. So the police officer says there is no way she left the house, went to work. She was killed immediately after eating because her stomach didn't begin to break down. Yeah. She did have sweet dough, cookie dough under her fingernails. So maybe she was starting the cookies... Uh, right away or she could have made the cookies before put them in the oven ate um, like because did he kill her and take the cookies out of the oven before they burn i bet he did and ate them gross don oh so what they think the real story is is that 
She comes home. Don is a last-ditch effort to try to win over his sugar mama because this fool is not going to get a job. This fool is ugly and dumb and lazy and stupid. And she said, no, Don, I'm divorcing you. I've seen a lawyer. We're done. And she's going to kick him out of the house. It's her house. He goes nuts, snapped. She goes upstairs to try to just put on her goddamn pajamas and go to sleep and takes off her underwear and her hose. Mm -hmm. And he grabs them and starts strangling her on her bed. Dick. Total dick. What they think he strangled her with was her (laughs) scarf that she wore all the time that she got from her work people. From Walmart. Well, no, we I don't know, know where it's where, from. Where, her Hopefully it was really, really scarf. expensive. Oh. And so he realizes, holy shit, I killed her. Tries to dress her again the best he can. Puts her in the goddamn trunk of her car. He doesn't put underwear he or... He doesn't put her underwear on. I know what that... I mean, not that I've killed anyone, but I dress my children in the morning when they're asleep. And it sucks. Yeah. Probably is. They have to get up so early. So he drives her car to this neighboring hotel, parks it, and leaves and walks home. Yep. So 14 months later, he's arrested. He's going to court. They show real video of this dick. And he is a hideous monster. What is Joan thinking? What was she thinking? So obviously... He is convicted, but it's second degree. I guess they're saying he just lost it. But in this case, I can sort of see it. So every other murder we do, hell no, first degree. Yeah. So he was so dumb, though. yeah, Yeah, he was an awful man. Yeah. He has been released. He is a free man. Gross. 2018, he was released on parole. No. He's out there living it up. Who knows what he's doing? How long that was he in there? From 88 to 2018. I don't know. Do the math. 20. We don't know. 88, 98, 30 years. Yeah. Ooh, that took so, me a long time. So 30 years for two, second degree, but Don, Don gets to walk the streets and Joan doesn't. That's not fair. No. So Don. Yeah. Just pay. Well, he couldn't pay for the divorce because he's a fucking loser. No, and he didn't have but a job. don't kill let, your wife. Let. Let. <laughs> let it out, Don. Joan. Let Joan. I couldn't. Joan could have paid name. for it. We don't oh even remember. Oh, my God. I, Joan would have paid for I'm it because she wanted podcaster. you out, Don. Let Joan Go live with pay Richard. for the divorce. Yeah. Just pay for a divorce. Joan, just do it. And do it. God damn it. Don't get murdered. Joan. Right. So pay for the goddamn divorce. Bye. Anyway, we love you, friends. Join us next time. Bye-bye.